Hey everybody, I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. The Blast from Our Past Network. Hello, and welcome Whoa. back to Action Action. Maybe just spiked right into your ears there. We are the podcast that watches all the action movies. We put them on a great big list. I'm Dustin. I am joined by my co-hosts, John. Uh, yeah. And James. Oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> we are part of the BFOP Network. Check them out. It's great shows on there. Today, we are going to talk about 1981's The Road Warrior, or if you prefer, Mad Max 2. But before we get to that, we're going to do some sink or swim. going to talk about what we've been watching and let you know what's good and what's shit. James, what do you got for me? Oh, well, it uh, should have gone to me last, but that's okay. <laughs> uh, let's see. I watched Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. You know, I've been completing the Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, you got to... Uh, summer vacation. Uh, they go on a cruise ship. <laughs> so hijinks know, ensue. Yeah, it was enjoyable. Kids liked it. Uh, then I watched a movie called Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. Oh yeah, thought we would end up doing that on the show at some point. Uh, I don't know what I was expecting, <laughs> but it wasn't that. But it wasn't that. <laughs> well, what did you know before you? I didn't know it? anything. So, James doesn't remember this. This is one of the first R-rated movies that we ever watched. J- John, you brought this up, I think, is the first yeah. time you saw some, some boobies yeah, in a we movie. Yeah, we saw boobings tips in that movie. Boobies tips. Um, Boobie? <laughs> what? Shout out. Boobies shout out, <laughs> shout, uh, shout out to my fucking uh, uncle. Uh, OG. Yeah, he was dating my tante, my aunt. Um uh, this is so we watched this at a friend's, uh, uh, some friend's house when we were kids, James and I, right? Uh, Robert, apparently, and Dan- those tips did not make the same impression on James as they did on you. <laughs> no, I don't um, remember. So, Robert and Daniel Crandall were watching this movie at their house. We watched this whole fucking flick, right? So, like a year or two goes by, and we're at like my my grandparents' house, my tante, Jen- my tante. She rents this. <laughs> she she the, we're like we're at the video store or whatever. Like ah, like have you this movie? I'm like oh, I've seen that movie. I was like fucking like eight years old or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I fucked seen that movie. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I fucking seen that. Of course I, I have. Yeah, you're. Right. I I did not. This will get your dick hard. <laughs> yeah, I didn't have. I didn't have any type of swagger when I said it. I was just like, yes, I I've seen this. Yes, like, uncle. We so we ended up watching this with my with my aunt and her. Um, I think they were yeah, they were dating at the time. Her her future husband, and um, the movie starts. And I remember my uncle Matt uh, <laughs> being like, "I don't think this no," and they turn the movie off. Like well, whoa, 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 wait a yeah, second. Yeah, they're like, no, no, and I. Remember, what did you call them? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> what did you call the the boob the tips? Bo- the boobing tips. The the boob <laughs> the, the boobing tip. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so anyway, shut so down. This was this before he shut. He shut. Didn't this, even get to see. It. He shut. It, the, it's like the first scene. It, yeah, he no. shut. Yeah. yeah, they shut this shit down like right away. I think they fucking watched the movie with us. Like the they sent me and no, you have to understand. And whoever's listening to this, if they know, they know. They sent us out of this gigantic room. And watch the movie without us, <laughs> as I remember. Mm-hmm. And I don't remember this Go at play. All. Yeah. Pretty much. Go. Go play. That little Ninja like, Meanwhile, we got to check out this fil- yeah, fine film with Mickey Rourke. Meanwhile, Don he's yeah. all like, hey, let's fucking finish this flick, eh? <laughs> hey? Yeah, so I watched it, didn't know anything. Mickey Rourke, uh, don't really like him. He's like a... He's like a a poor man's Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis. Knew it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I honestly, there was times where I'm like, is this Bruce Willis? Like, what the fuck? I remember for specifically that movie, he really looks like Bruce Willis for some yeah. reason. Or was trying to do a Bruce Willis thing. I don't know. Uh, with a man know. with that much plastic in his face. I don't think he had it at that point. This is pre- He still look normal? Pre-boxing Mickey Rourke. Because now he looks like a cat person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. mean, like, he peaked with the wrestler. So I would say there was a lot of potential in this movie where it could have been really good, but the storyline is kind of weak and it goes all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I do love the villains, though, where they have, like, these... Huge trench coats that are bulletproof because they're made out of Kevlar. Okay, apparently I, I saw this movie when I was a kid as well, and I don't remember anything about it. Very so. much a Western style yeah. movie. Um, I think it would be fun to do it on the podcast, but yeah, we'll have to get to it. I was cruising someday. on Tubi, and you know what? Tubi's starting to figure me out and <laughs> recommended it to me, so that's kind of why I watched it. Um, and then I finished off The Bear. Oh, um, yeah. I, I recently finished that as well. Yeah, because John and I have an arrangement now where I have to watch show <laughs> quarterly. <laughs> one show. Yeah, one show. So I was halfway through The Bear and I just never finished it. So I finished it. I had it. the exact same thing. I had like, I got distracted by other things, but I went back and finished it recently. Yeah, exactly. And. Dustin, yeah, it was fantastic. I, I really liked it. Best show of the year. Well, well I haven't watched I a lot of new watch shows, any shows, but I, I do. It's, it would have to be in the running for sure. Oh, man, second last episode, boys. What was the second last one? Oh, when she walks out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's like it's like the fake one shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember w- watching it for the first time and being like, "Is this one fucking shot?" And there was like two minutes left in the episode. There wasn't, it wasn't, there's like, there is secret cuts, but like, man, mm. that's a, that's my favorite episode of TV I've watched this year. Do you think it was, uh, it was a better use of the one shot than uh, Carter? <laughs> the Korean movie? Well, no, oh, no. definitely like, Carter. No, I'm, not cra- I'm definitely going with Carter. I'm not crazy, Dustin. <laughs> one's art and one's a TV show on right, FX. Exactly. Um, and then I also am keeping up with Andor, so I got one more episode. Yeah, I'm hoping to start this this weekend uh, on Andor. Maybe. I've been All right. 
so I've been bringing up that I've been wa- I watched Andor. I watched the first two episodes. Haven't really watched any more, but to be like I should finish it this weekend. People are telling me. Yeah. Oh, you've only watched a few. I've only watched two episodes. Oh, okay. But I'm in. For me to be in on a Star Wars it's a big like deal. It's thing a big deal. is kind of like, wow. To me, wow! Oh wow! Oh, oh wow! Oh wow! Um, oh wow, John! <laughs> all right, everybody, let's do our. Uh, I think James already won. <laughs> oh, I can't do it. You nailed it. Is your your devi- your septum is deviated just enough. Oh wow, John! Oh, oh wow! Oh, 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 oh wow! How do you make your mouth? Oh wow! Yeah, that was better. I don't know. Oh wow! Oh wow! You have to go like really wide. Wow! <laughs> wow! Oh wow! <laughs> anything else, John? You watch anything other than two episodes? Yeah, I watched the fucking little. Oh, sorry, I'm. Just, I have to. I. Sw- oh, I, I watched something else too. I have to oh, switch shit. off my Columbine High School Massacre tab that I did have open. <laughs> Cause I was yeah, because he was thinking about getting a trench coat. And would that be appropriate was, nowadays? And I was looking for an, <laughs> an Eric Erickson like, Dylan. He's going to start wearing like a duster. Like, I was. Like, these are the conversations we have oh before God. podcasts. <laughs> this is what we were talking about upstairs. Can I get it? About whether or not it was appropriate you, to wear I this. can't picture John in a fucking. Yeah, he's seriously like, can I pull off a trench coat now? Has enough time gone <laughs> Has by? Enough time gone by since Columbine. I did. Those are good lord. James isn't lying. Those are things I said upstairs. <laughs> the school would be shut down. Okay, wait. So before we, before we proceed with what you watched, John, we got to finish. James, what was the last thing you watched? Uh, the last thing I watched is I actually watched uh, Mad Max Beyond the Thunderdome. Oh, you watched that as well the because third, I never seen it. The third one, yeah. So I seen. The second one multiple times. I've seen the first one, and I just have never seen the third one. So Tina Turner. Tina Turner. Yeah. So I had time, so I I watched it. Yeah. And what did you think of the third one? Um, That's another one where I feel like I need to revisit it because I don't remember it very well. There's definitely elements of it I really like, but it kind of veers way off course. Yeah. Like midway through the movie. For no apparent reason, so, mm. and just add a whole other element to the plot that I don't think was necessary. Okay, because there's like a point where they go, or he goes into the desert as like his punishment, and then comes across like this tribe of children. Yeah, and there's like that whole plot with them. Yeah, well, funny, just reading and preparing to talk about The Road Warrior, I read something about how uh, George Miller had developed this entire other movie thing about these children in a post-apocalyptic like desert children thing, and then decided to make it into the third Mad Max movie. Oh, I see. <laughs> so... Um, so that was kind of... That idea was like actually the, the whole start of that movie. But it's so, not even like a big... Th- Part like it, it doesn't really add because, like, in the third one, well, it sounds like he tried to like combine two movies, or yeah. Something. And I mean, we can talk about this when we start talking about the movie, but, anyways, uh, John. So, I'm gonna skip over everything I watched this week and just talk about the fact that I watched a little movie called Pause of Fury The Legend of Hank. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's the one to bring up. Yeah, it's based, uh, it's a cartoon, Sink or Swim. Oh, 
this motherfucker swimming. Wow. Yeah, this guy's doing wow. a back. This guy, this oh 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 wow oh wow. Oh, wow. This guy's doing a backstroke. Um. <laughs> Okay. So this is based on Blazing Saddles. Or, yeah, this is the cartoon bla- based on Blazing Saddles. Right? Yeah, it's Doggy based on paddling? I can tell you this. I like this movie. I think it's funny. I thought it was funny. I liked it. Um, my kids enjoyed it, I guess, enough. Enough? <laughs> um, yeah, my kids enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed it when I watched it. I think it's, it's, it's great. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Good movie. Not a lot to say. I this don't, is I the don't... movie I watched and the whole time watching I'm like, this is a straight ripoff of Blazing oh, Saddles. Yeah. I remember you bringing <laughs> right. that up. Yeah. And then I find out, oh yeah, it's, it's on meant purpose. To be, yeah. It's not yeah. a ripoff. It's a reimagining, if you will. Well, Mel Brooks <laughs> is in it. Yeah, Mel Brooks. Oh, is in it. it. Yeah, awesome. Mel Brooks is in it. Like so it's What is he, ninety nine? I think he's a hundred now. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. No, like, no, like he's like old. Dude. Yeah, I know he's fucking old. Yeah. Oh, uh, he was in like, oh, he's been in, um, uh, shit, Curb Your Enthusiasm a couple a couple of years ago. Wow. Is anyway S- still going? Anyway, pause of fury. I got nothing. I don't care. I, can't think. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. <laughs> okay. This is dumb. <laughs> this is. Dumb. Let's talk about the movie. Uh, I got a couple things uh, that I watched. Uh, yeah. No. No. Shit. Uh, hey. Apparently, he's ninety six. Ninety six. Well. Oh uh, fuck. Still up there. What's the difference? Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> What's age? It's what con- is age? It's, con- it's, it's a number. number. It's, a, right? it's a concept. Okay. <laughs> he's one hundred and three. He's he's eighty three. He's ninety three. Listen to Ethan Hawke over here with his theories. Um, Jazz. So uh, I only watched a couple things actually this week. Didn't didn't watch a lot. Uh, I rewatched 310 to Yuma, the remake, the 2007 remake. Oh, the Russell Crowe. Okay, so yeah. before you say anything, I remember liking this movie. I saw it in the theater. Uh, yeah, this it was, was too long for me. It's not long. <laughs> yeah, it's like three it's, hours it's long. It's two hours long. It's two hours long. Um. Yeah, so I had saw I saw in the theater, and I remember thinking, yeah, that was all right. But everyone at the time like fucking loved it, and I keep seeing it still on like greatest westerns ever lists and stuff like that. No way. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. So I was like, I got to rewatch this because people fucking love this movie, and I remember thinking, yeah, yeah, it's all right. Um, so I rewatched it. Yeah, and yeah, it, it it's good, but there's just something there's that something. doesn't work about it for me. Like, it's um, missing. Something. I mean, it's got a great cast. Obviously, Russell Crowe, Christian Bale, uh, Ben Foster is really fun. Ben Foster is great in this movie. I re- I, I rediscovered Ben Foster. We we rediscovered <laughs> each other's bodies in this movie. Okay, cool. Luke Wilson has a weird part in this. Um, Gretchen Maul, of course, isn't it? Um, of but, course, Gretchen Maul is. Of course, uh, and James Mangold directed. So a lot of a lot of stuff going on there that makes me think I should love it but then it just the way that it, the script lays things out like it keeps wanting to add in extra stuff to make you feel bad for Christian Bale's character and it just like they needed to pull back just a little bit like all this stuff happens you know he's the poor farmer and all this he's they're gonna burn his farm down and he's doing this job so he can make enough money to keep his land and yada yada and then at the end near the end of the movie uh him and Russell Crowe have a conversation where it's like 
Oh, and also the reason I didn't leave is because my son has like tuberculosis or whatever, and like he needs to be in this climate or some shit like this. And it was like, really, we need to add, also pile that on in the script. Anyway, it, it's it's a good movie. That it's not a bad movie by any means. It's just it, it is a, it does feel a bit long, and for some reason, its emotional beats just don't really hit with me in the way that I feel like they're supposed to. So, but it's because you have no soul, Dustin. Yeah, this could be. Could Sometimes be I feel like he has a lot more soul than I do. Well, that's true because he does. Oh. <laughs> I also watched the new Aqua Teen Hunger Force movie. Oh. Aqua Teen Forever. I think I might Plantasm. Be, I think I might be broken inside. <laughs> <laughs> that's for another day. We'll discuss that another time. Um, did you? I can't remember. Did you like Aqua Teen Hunger Force, John? No, not a marijuana smoker at the time. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. Pretty much a drunk. Uh, so now with my newfound love of... Should you go uh, back and rewatch? See, see if should you probably, Yeah, now that I love marijuana as much as I do, uh, I should probably go back and watch it. Uh, uh, yeah, Shake shake Boss. Meat King. Master, Master Shake. Uh, mm. meat, meatball Express. Meat Wad. Yeah, sure, whatever. Frylock. Anyway, uh, it's all bullshit. I really like. <laughs> it's all bullshit. I liked the uh, show a lot when it was on. Uh, I remember. You know why? Because you loved marijuana. Yeah, smoking a lot of weed at the time. Yeah, it, no It worked shit. out perfectly mm-hmm. <laughs> into like walk between. You had one of those machines with the thing. The vaporizer. You, yeah. <laughs> like you were like. You were just like I like like smoking weed. You're like one of those dumb fucks that buys like a twelve hundred dollar grinder for coffee. You were like I'm into this. Like this is gonna be my personality for a couple of years. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, this new movie is all right. It's it's got some funny shit in it. It's got definitely got some high highlights. Uh, Carl, of course, if you remember their neighbor character who's nope. like a total scumbag. No, he's hilarious. No. You would find him fucking hilarious, James. You're talking oh, yeah. to the wrong guy. I don't. I, love I wouldn't know anything about. I just. Him. I think that you're. I think that you're. Your approach to this conversation is just a little bit like we have no idea what you're talking about. That's fine. The listeners know about Aquatine. They know. They fucking know. They know. Hey. They know Carl. Write it. Dustin at Action Action. <laughs> that goes nowhere. <laughs> anyway, I, it was all right. It wasn't. It wasn't amazing, but it was okay. I didn't watch. I didn't watch much. This didn't week. the show end like seven years ago? Yeah, it ended a while back. So it just popped up with another film. Uh, anyway, let's get into this week's movie. We're talking about the Road Warrior. Hit the trailer. In the future. Cities will become deserts. Roads will become battlefields. And the hope of mankind will appear as a stranger. He works alone against all odds. may be the best chance we've got. You want to get out of here? You talk to me. The Road Warrior. Pray that he's out there. Somewhere. 
Uh, all right, Mad Max 2, 1981, directed by George Miller, starring, you know, of course, our our, our buddy, Melly G. Mel. <laughs> Bruce Spence, Michael Preston. What Vernon happened Wells, of course. Vernon Wells. And others. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, you know, last week we did Hell Riders, and John was like, well, we need a good rebound movie, because Hell Riders was, was pretty bad. Pretty bad. Yeah, well, Dustin, I think you found... Possibly one of the greatest uh, rebound movies ever. Thank you. I thought this was a good pick. And I was like, okay, how have we not done this already at this point? It's true. Um, so, yeah, felt like time. Felt like a good time to get done. Uh, but let's talk about uh, previous relationship to the movie. I, I know we've all seen it. James, what, do you, what are your memories about having seen this before? Uh, so this one, this is one where if anyone says, have you seen like the original Mad Max movies? This is the one that I always seem to end up watching. Oh yeah. So I've seen it a few times, quite a few times now. Um, and I've only seen the first one maybe twice. Yeah. And then I just watched, after right. watching this one, I watched the third one. Right. Which i never seen. So so, so this one you've seen, though, a number of times. I've seen a number of times, but I knew the basic premise, but I didn't know ev- everything that was going to happen. So it was still kind of fresh. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, Mad Max, the first one, I, I also have only seen two or three times. It's, it's, it's a lot drier than this one. Uh, oh, yeah. But we'll get into a little bit of that later. Uh, John, what uh, what are your memories of? Okay, so here's my thing. Like everything else, um, I've seen scenes from Mad Max, and I've seen mm, the Road Warrior like in bits and pieces, but I've never actually put it together. Oh, okay, yeah, you didn't uh, watch it in like one whole. Yeah, no. So yesterday, like I sat down, I watched it. Like um, I got to watch it with like just like. Like my computer, uh, with headphones on, and I just like got to focus on it and watch the entire thing, and I was like completely fucking blown away. Like I just, I like this movie so much. Yeah. Uh, so like my history with the the franchise is 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 like not that like strong. Um, a huge Fury Road fan, obviously, based on if you've ever listened to me talk about <laughs> anything. Um, I think. Uh, Fury Road is possibly the greatest. It's at least among the greatest. It's among the greatest action films ever made. Like it's, Mm -hmm. it's to me, it's like it's one of the true, like perfect ten, action movies. Uh, So when I watch this, like, and we'll get into it more, I was like, like holy fuck, like for somebody to actually have the bones of the perfect action movie make it and then like re- almost remake it. Yeah. In, like, in some ways. Yeah. I don't know how many years, 20, 30 years later um, and improve upon it is, is, is incredible. But I think this is like this movie just fucking, it blew my goddamn socks <laughs> off boys. Nice. Socks? Yeah, there, there's, where were they? They were gone. It's too cold to not have socks. By the way, <laughs> there's uh, so many parallels from this movie to uh, Fury Road. For sure, like a lot of sim- similarities. Um, oh, I will say also Beyond Thunderdome. 
the movie, the, the Mad Max movie, I have seen the most. <laughs> oh, Beyond Thunderdome, really? That, that's like the the Tina Turner one, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, like which is so embarrassing. But for some reason, like that movie was just like peekaboo. And it was like, fuck, like, this is back again. Eh? <laughs> like, like, ah, shit. Just turn around and there's Thunder, like, beyond ah, Thunderdome behind you. I got to see this shit again. Um, yeah. So like, I think, I think there's also, a, I, I don't know if this is a thing, um, but like this, to, to see like the inferior inclusion in a trilogy or like in a group of things right sometimes can kind of scare you away from like watching the rest of it Mm -hmm. because you're like oh okay well like this is like this is like where where we're at yeah and then to like have like mad max 2 and then fury road come out and be like holy shit yeah now the first the first mad max uh it is a good movie and obviously like uh in that one miller has like way smaller of a budget and you just kind of get the inkling like it takes place right before everything goes to shit like in terms of becoming Mm post-apocalyptic and he's a cop in that one he's got the highway interceptor car uh, his wife and kid get killed. We see a little bit out of the beginning of this movie. Like they got the sort of flashback stuff. Right. Um, and it is good, but, and you know, there's really impressive car stunts and stuff in it, but it's, it's a lot drier. It's long. Like the pacing is kind of fucked in it, in my opinion. Um, and so it's, I just don't revisit it very often Yeah. compared to this movie where it's like, okay, now he had, he got enough of a budget and obviously still relatively speaking this is probably a small budgeted m- movie you know because he wasn't like a hollywood name and neither was mel gibson when this came out in fact when this came out um the reason it was called the road warrior in north america and not mad max 2 is because fucking nobody had seen <laughs> mad max in north america oh, so what okay. i actually heard is that they redubbed this movie in north america redubbed they com- it they completely redubbed it with american voices Oh, really? I don't recall that. That's what I heard. Huh. I don't know if it's true. I'm just saying I heard it. Uh, Americans. I don't, yeah, I don't know if that's true or not. But it is, yeah, it is funny watching it now and just seeing, like, Mel Gibson. He's doing the full Australian thing. He's not, there's no, like, attempts to be, you know, he's not doing a lethal weapon yet or whatever. Yeah. And, they, and I guess when they put this out, too, like, the trailers and stuff didn't really show Mel Gibson very much because nobody knew who he fucking was. So it was, like, focused on, like the action um to sell the movie but yeah this is to me this is i remember seeing this as a kid i think my dad rented it or something and i was taken with it right away to the degree that it, it's you know i mean it's no water world but <laughs> oh my god uh, oh so, so apparently the, maybe the first one was redubbed Oh, okay, that yeah, I can see that. Um, well, it's Waterworld no just stole Waterworld? so much from this. Yes, I mean Waterworld is a straight rip off of this. Yeah, um, except water <laughs> and the worst <laughs> and the worst. Like, yeah, it's what? pretty fun. <laughs> I I think there's a fun concept there, but I don't think it's yeah, it's a fun concept. It's called fucking. <laughs> it's called Mad Max. D. We took all the ideas yeah. from Mad Max. D. Uh, the the movie. Like it starts, and I think you're kind of like already just like so on board for everything that happens, right? The dude, he's got his dog. Yeah, he's got his his Australian like blue healer dog. Um, you're just kind of like 
like ready for like whatever's gonna happen. And then like he's like this incredibly noble, well, weird it's, hero. It's one of those heroes where you know he's kind of amoral. Uh, you know, it's kind of like a Clint Eastwood in Good, the Bad, and the Ugly, that kind of thing where... He's like a reluctant he will, hero. Yeah, he's a reluctant hero. He will do the right thing if if pressed into it. And eventually, he will come to the right decision, even though he's primarily concerned with himself, right? Yeah, he'll be forced into it. Yeah. But it's where he belongs, right? Like Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, man, I, you, I don't even know where to start with this because... Obviously, we're in the, it's it's the, such the foundation for this whole genre of of thing that exists is post apocalyptic, and I know there was movies and, and books and stuff before this, but this really I feel like kind of solidifies this whole idea for people. And then there's so many copycats. So uh, how how far, how long after did this come out from the first one? Only two years. Okay, uh, so not long. But the first one did well enough for them as like a small time thing that, you know, there was investors that were willing to give him more money to do this. Um, so was it after this one that it like exploded? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then you saw like in Italy, like they made a thousand right. ripoffs of this. I mean, we did Hands of Steel on this show. That was like an Italian sort of Mad Max meets Terminator sort of thing. Right. Um, John's shaking his head because he has no recollection. I don't remember this movie. <laughs> Arm wrestling, arm wrestling, the snakes with the snakes. When you bite, get bit by the arm wrestle snake. What? Come on. We've watched like two hundred movies. We remember. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I can talk about things that you don't remember, dumb fuck. I doubt it. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Um. What's our first movie that we reviewed? So. Shit, it's the raid. <laughs> you guys want to talk about the raid? Remember that thing? Yeah, I do. Or Cobra? Um, <laughs> what, about, what about aliens? Shit. Nighthawks? Fuck. Every movie I pick. Yeah. Um, but so, yeah. So this, the, it, I feel like this really established. There was a couple of movies before this. There was this movie called um, A Boy and His Dog uh, with Don Johnson. It's like this early 70s movie is a really weird post-apocalyptic movie, but very strange. But you can still see that there are ideas from that movie kind of in in these Mad Max movies. So there were a couple things, but um, there was Damnation Alley, too, which was like a weird sort of post-apocalyptic sci-fi thing where they traveled around in this big um, futuristic vehicle trying to find people that were still alive after like oh, okay. a nuclear fallout or something i i do like this time in like looking back is really fun and nice to be like oh this is the way things are going to be like <laughs> yeah. in like 30 years yeah like yeah this is like supposed to be like the 90s i think which which would be like horrible right but then at the same time we're like eh. so like things things kind of suck now like they're just boring <laughs> this is boring i'd rather live in the desert with a fucking blade boomerang fuck i do not <laughs> well first of all i don't live in australia okay first mm. of all it's a penal colony <laughs> full of criminals yeah, yeah. Uh, we've I had love, some of those. We've had some of those criminals on this show, which is funny because the uh, of all the criminals that we've had on the show, uh, uh, <laughs> Mel Gibson isn't one of them. 
No. No. Because he's a fucking American. We can see if Nick can hook it up. <laughs> but no, what I'm saying is like, like I'm sure he knows him. Mel Gibson's <laughs> I, I believe he was born in New York, wasn't he? I don't know. I think I think they love to acclaim him as American as Australian. Like when it, well, wasn't, he, I, I think wasn't they, he raised there? I think they might have loved to claim him. They might have. Um, yeah, one, but, at one point. Uh, he, I think he's actually. Um, he, I think he was born in America. His dad's American. Okay. I think he won all. He won Jeopardy. It's just like we like to claim Ted Cruz as Canadian. Uh, those. That's everybody from fucking Edmonton. Everybody from Lethbridge is like Ardery is like. Mm. This Ted Cruz guy. No, Ted got Cruz was on. born in Canada. He's born in Alberta. He had a remember. dual dual citizenship. He's such a socialist, that guy. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah. Now who's getting political, James? What? He was born here. We John. can't talk about politics. <laughs> so we, yeah, so early on, we see he's trying to get the fuel. He's getting attacked by these, you know, these fucking crazy, crazy wasteoids. Yeah, this is pretty. As uh, you like to say, John. Yeah, it's a pretty uh, in, uh, intense scene. Like he's getting chased, uh, and then he ends up like. With the upper hand. Yeah. He's going to try to get some gas and it's he, he, leaking out of one of them. Crashed. Is that gasoline or is that water? No, it's gas that he's trying gas. to collect. Oh, I thought it was, for some reason, I thought it was water. Well, that's because you're confusing this with Waterworld. Because I'd rather have water, <laughs> I suppose, in that moment. You need that fresh water. Is it explained in the first one, like, what happened? Like, why it's in this... I think there's supposed to be a war that takes place at the end of... And yeah, don't they talk about it at the beginning yeah, of this Yeah, they do. It's post-apocalyptic. Like, yeah, a huge like, war happened. Everything yeah. got fucked up. Uh, nuclear weapons, mm -hmm. like countries turn out countries. Like, but like, w w is w oil a metaphor for water, though? I don't know. They just... They Why want, would you no, be they want fighting fuel. for oil, though? Because like, I will like walk my ass off if I have water. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there seems to be no concern about water. That's true. Yeah, they just want guzzling. That's why Kevin Costner was like, no, 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 that's unrealistic. <laughs> what they would care about is water. Oh, shit. Is, am I Kevin Costner? You're Kevin in Costner this? in this situation. I'm just, I'm just trying to understand, because like, if you stop and think about it for a second, like I understand that they have all these vehicles and they need gas to power them, mm -hmm. but like... What's the purpose you know, they, if they have all the water and food they need where they are? I I, I agree with you. I don't know because I think they, I think people are feeling like they need to get somewhere else to see if there is a better place to live that will have more resources. Yeah, here's like water the thing: and food, if I'm that living, will be at peace because they're not going to get attacked by crazy gangs of marauders, <laughs> desert marauders. That, yeah, here's the thing: though. if I ha if I'm safe, secure. I have, uh, but they're not safe and secure. I have shelter, um, I have food, and I have water. Like it's Maslow's hierarchy of needs, man. Gasoline <laughs> is like definitely like five or six on that. <laughs> like, yeah, I hear, I hear you, but I think the idea is that they need to get it so that they can get they can get to a safer place. Yeah, because but even if you look whatever at whatever they have is going to be taken by these raiders. Yeah, if but they even stay if here. you look at Mad Max Fury Road. The ending isn't like gasoline being poured on everybody. It's water. Mm -hmm. So it's yeah, it realistically, sense. it's about water. It has to be. <laughs> yeah, but so like, where are all these guys that are you know trying to get the oh, gasoline? Shit. Where are they getting their gasoline from? 
Well, they're scavengers, so the same as as Max. They whatever they come across, whoever they can find that has some that they attack and take it. Yeah, from. but can like, I make an okay. amendment to this podcast? <laughs> uh, it must be called guzzling. Guzzling. Yeah, it's either it's, it's it must be called guzzling. No, it's diesel. <laughs> it's diesel or it's guzzling. Okay, There's, they're trying to get the guzzling. They actually do. At, at one point, okay. uh, Max talks to somebody and he, he they do refer to it as different types of thing like different types of fuel like lead <laughs> do you guys not remember um, this scene no no T- tell us oh, fuck well i can't remember i was hoping <laughs> you guys would uh there's a point where he says like you have this and then you have guzzling <laughs> guzzling? I don't think he says guzzling. He does. The guzzling is said multiple guzzling. times. Guzzling. They Guzzle- call it guzzling. Guzzling. G U. Gosling. 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 G U Z Z E L. Okay, so they're trying to get guzzling. Maybe that's just the way Australians say it because they're silly. Yeah, guzzling. Racist. Yeah, guzzling. Yeah, there you go. Nailed it. Fill me up with your guzzling. We need Nick. Can you confirm if you're listening to this? Is it guzzling or is it gasoline? Tristan, you got any? Gasoline. Guzzling. Guzzling. You have to say it up here. Yeah. Up in this high timber, gasoline. <laughs> high timber. That was almost. That was more new kiwi, I think. Ah, oh, thank uh, you. Okay, but yeah, so they're going around and they're raiding people to get the gasoline, and gasoline. <laughs> but after a while, you kind of kill everyone. Mm-hmm. So, I, what I, they <laughs> have? But they have a gigantic fucking. They yeah, got a lot of I, they, they got, got a lot of, mouths, lot of mouths to feed, a lot of oil. Where the fuck <laughs> are they getting the food and water from? That's what I want to know. That's what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, it's not really addressed. Maybe they're just killing rabbits or something like that. I mean, they shoot well, they that shoot kangaroos. A squirrel. Yeah, mm. they shoot like a ground squirrel. Yeah, it's with, like with a bolt. See that bitch? As opposed to a <laughs> air, to squirrel? air squirrel. Well, there's <laughs> flying squirrels. Well, okay. Here's the thing, James. <laughs> I don't like being made fun of. <laughs> not and gonna be mocked. There's, there's a thing called a squirrel, and there's a thing called a ground squirrel. They're two different things. Oh, okay. I think he shoots. He shoots like a, a squirrel that like squirrel type thing that lives in the ground. Shoots a jackrabbit. Oh, it's a jackrabbit. <laughs> Governor. Oh, oh my god. Oh shit! Siri's involved. Siri's gonna. She's like. Siri got. Siri got involved. Siri's gonna she explain says, about the guzzling. I got a seventy-five percent. The guzzling. Yeah, it gave me a seventy-five percent of my accent. <laughs> so that's. Okay. I think I can move past all this. Yeah, you let's, know, let's. And we can just talk about the violence. Yeah. Yeah. I wish there was more sharks. So, uh, more sharks, more sand sharks. Max comes across. Uh, this gangly guy who's got this little chopper thing, and he's gonna the chopper. He's gonna steal gas, but there's a snake trap. I love that. He's the first person to yeah, grab, that, grab snake. that snake. Yeah. Um, then this guy is gonna rob him because he's got the upper hand now. I want to know um, how long that guy was underneath the sand. I feel bad for him. Yeah, he's waiting there for a while. But it works. I mean, I guess <laughs> it works. It works twice. It works twice. That's true. The, In the movie, the gyro, the gyro captain. Um, uh, and then you know, he, Max ends up taking him sort of like hostage because he claims to know where their their 
refining gas or yeah, something. Yeah, but they're right. also best friends. <laughs> well, they become friends. No, they're totally friends. <laughs> I don't know if they're friends from the beginning. The captain is... No, they're not friends from the beginning, but, like, Max is... Okay, so Max is this character who is, like, he's lost everything. And you see it, because if you, if you didn't see the first movie, like Dustin said, you see it through, like, these little flashbacks. Where, mm. like, like, he lost everything, and he's not willing to. But he has a fucking code, and so does the captain. Mm-hmm. He is a code too. Yeah, they're not they're not like outright killers, no. right? Like they're And we see this when the um, They're survivors. They're people who are trying to survive, but they're not necessarily trying to like fuck people over. Yeah. What do you call the people who live in that little community? The gasoline people. Not the guz like yeah, the like gasoline. Yeah, the gasoline. Boy. I don't know what you call those people. Anyway, but when when they get attacked, when they so they the people from the community. Fuck, we're stupid. The rig workers. No, they, <laughs> the outsiders. I don't know. What? Uh, when they try to flee, when they try to flee, like you see the brutality of the uh, the people who live in that other community, like the bad guy. Yeah, community. the, one, yeah, the yeah. ones that are under uh, the humongous. Yeah, like you see humongous. their brutality. <laughs> Um, and you also see like the the humanity of like Max and like the captain. Like you see like how like they just don't yeah, accept. Like, I mean, you see their facial reactions because they're watching like through binoculars. Yeah. Um, they try to send out some some. I don't know. Like were those people trying to go and scout or something, or no. trying to find a? To, to yeah, get, they're trying to find a a truck. They were trying to scout right. though. They were trying to steal. They were trying to steal a a a, a rig. Right, so, so they, they can they escape. can move the gas. Yeah, the that's ga- what they're looking for. With, yeah, um, and they get they get they get got got, and you see yeah, um, it doesn't take long. No, no, they get got early. Like it was. A they try to send people off in like different directions, but they humongous's people get all of them. Why yeah, you do it at nighttime though. But you're also kind of curious as like, how do these people survive this long and be so stupid? <laughs> Well, that's what I mean. So, like, they never leave. Well, their inside compound. their compound, they're kind of safe, right? Like, it's it's hard for people to get into it. We see them. We see them um, repelling like the attacks f- through the binoculars. Yeah, but six people. They've got these like flamethrower guns up on the gate and stuff. Six people go to Humongous's like territory, and they all get caught. Mm-hmm. Like, they punks. all get caught. I think they thought like if they sent people in different directions, maybe at least one would get through or something like that. They don't get but. through. They're all caught in the fucking house, like in their fort. Like I thought they were like secret, like the like, deceptors, like trying to like sneak in. Wait, what? What are you talking about? No, they they leave in three different vehicles. Two people in each vehicle. But they're inside the fort when they leave. No, no, they leave the fort. And they go in all different directions. Yeah, the fort is very small, right? They get caught going outside of their own fort? Yes, they leave the fort in cars. And then yeah. then the wasteoids catch them. and The wasteoids. And get, <laughs> that's John's word. Uh, and then uh, start attacking them. And uh, Oh, for some reason, like I must have like left for a second. Because I thought they got caught like infiltrating Humongous's like... His fort. He has no fort. No, he doesn't have a fort. Oh, I thought he did. For they they just are camped outside the compound. Yeah, waiting for waiting. an opportunity to get this gas from these people. 
Alcoholism is a hell of a drug, guys. <laughs> I wasn't even drinking when I watched this. Um, so yeah, we see them get caught. It's brutal. Like there's the woman is raped and then killed. Uh, yeah. But then Max comes in, like the one guy is still alive. So he he brings him to the people and is like, "Hey, I made a deal with this guy. If I brought him back here, you guys would give me some gas." Yeah, th- this guy should have been played by David Bowie. The leader of yeah. the, of these guys. Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm recasting that, I'm like David Bowie. This is David <laughs> Bowie. I, I I kind of feel like, eh. like, do you think that maybe George Miller was like, I wonder if David Bowie would play this part? <laughs> maybe, but he didn't I have the like clout yet to get him. him. You think it was written for him? I really kind of feel like it was written for David Bowie. Yeah. I mean, is it just the outfit? The, no, it's the, the whole it's the look. It's the, the look. whole vibe, I think. Yeah. Right? Like very labyrinth. Also, <laughs> like it's like, where did they get all their clothes? Like sport check? Well, yeah, in Australia, that's kind of what uh, Australian sport Oh yeah, in Australia everybody just has like was, rugby gear. You go to the sports store, you get your goalie mask, you get your assless chaps. You get oh your, yeah, the assless black letters chaps. and yeah. stuff. This movie is dedicated to like <laughs> Every kind of subculture. We have mostly gay subculture. You go to the S&M, like bondage, uh, you know, site, yeah. and that's where you get your clothes. Because the, uh, the, the regular clothing store blew up in the wars. Yeah, yeah. So now you got to wear... Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. got to wear Lacoste this. is gone. You cannot dress like a tennis player. Uh, You've only got the option to look yeah. like uh, a, a wastoid punk guy. Yeah. Do you guys like? <laughs> do you guys or like, do you, guys you like, wear nice white clothes to signify that you're the good guys who yeah. live inside the gas? <laughs> this movie would make me feel like hockey was a big deal. Like road hockey was a big deal because they all wear like to me they look like road hockey gear. Like the shoulder yeah, they're pad. all wearing shoulder pads. And yeah, stuff. they look, they look like the Warriors, like 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 kind of lame Australian cousins. The road warriors. Yeah. Well, the Road Warriors are called the Road Warriors, and they look like that because of this movie. <laughs> yeah. And the Road Warriors from I mean, that's, WWF that's, yeah, yeah. kind of built upon what was happening in this well, movie. Well, I mean, that's, lot, that's kind not, of a funny thing. Is not like, a lot of spikes in this movie. Not only is this a movie obviously hugely influential in the post-apocalyptic like genre, but... It, it had a, a massive effect on pro wrestling, too, because you had the Road Warriors, a.k.a. Legion of Doom, and then there was, like, Demolition, who wore the goalie masks oh, yeah, and all yeah. that stuff. Uh, I mean, the Ultimate Warrior and Sting started out as a tag team that were also a ripoff of of the of the Road Warriors, so they were Whoa, meant to look sorry. like... The Ultimate Warrior and Sting were tag team partners? They were a tag team called the Blade Runners. Wow. One of, <laughs> one of them went somewhere, and one of them was the Ultimate Warrior. <laughs> well, I mean, I think you could argue that the Ultimate Warrior was pretty successful as a wrestler. Yeah, he was. I'm pretty just saying successful. mentally... Yeah, no, he was a piece of shit. He kind of just, like, TV. <laughs> he went down. Yeah. Um... But anyway, so just on pro wrestling, there was this huge influence of like, well, let's look like that because that's a crazy look. Like that's a, uh, I don't know, stands out. Yeah. Well, like, was this like crazy to watch at the time? Oh, I must have been. Crazy. Insane. I mean, that's not even like getting to the fucking, you know, set pieces and the the, the in-camera, like the in-camera shit that they capture in these car chases and stuff is bonkers. Yeah, I mean, when his car gets wrecked, I'm just like, oh, it's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, um, 
the it was the car from the first movie and they were supposed to like get rid of it or something at the end of the movie and then somebody was like no i'm gonna hang on to it and then oh. they made the second movie and like oh i still got the car I'm like oh good <laughs> um and so then they made another one for this movie but and like the, that one got destroyed in the oh, okay yeah um but yeah uh, but yeah, so he, he goes in and then the guy that he saves dies. And then he's like, well, right. your, your contract was with that guy. And yeah, they're like, died we're not him. giving you shit. Um, I like how Mel, like, we haven't talked about Mel Gibson at all. Uh, which I get. Always, uh, it's always awkward, but. It is awkward. But I think we should talk about how, like, without any kind of, like, modern context, Mel Gibson is one of the greatest action actors period for sure like and he's he's great in this he's I mean, amazing he doesn't like, say a lot you know it's just the same as tom hardy and fury road like playing the same role like yeah. he doesn't have a lot to say he's one of those very you know quiet uh loner types and from what i hear like he has the, it's the same kind of like vibe on fury road where like he's giving himself his own haircut like like mm. he's a mess and <laughs> yeah. he Mel Gibson looks so fucking good. Like, he's such a smoke show in this movie. <laughs> like, how I, I I understand exactly why Mel Gibson is Mel Gibson. Why, why he became a star. Like, uh, you definitely have to mop up after I mean, that. he does get some of those... Oh, man, sploosh. <laughs> sploosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> he gets some iconic little moments and lines in this even though he has very few things to say like after the, he's in there and they're getting attacked and they're they don't have a plan like of how to get out of here and you know he gets himself out of his handcuffs because they handcuffed him to that pole yeah and then he's got that mo that shot where like it zooms in on him and he's just sitting there and he's like you want to get out of here Talk to me. <laughs> but like, that that entire sequence is fantastic because as soon as they attack or like he, he hears them, like he's he's in the situation where he's like he, he he's tied up. Like he's like, you know, he, he can't go anywhere. Yeah, they don't and trust yet, him at all. And yet he has he he effortlessly just goes wherever he wants. He sees everything he wants to see. He makes all of his decisions he can get easily out of his handcuffs. Like he's completely in control at every second of that. Meanwhile, he's supposed to be this, like this captive. Yeah. And then then there's the feral kid that he befriends right away as well. But he doesn't even actually truly befriend the kid, which I think is brilliant. Like, cause he's, he's shunning any type of like close. Well, but that's where you see that he's actually, you know, he can't help himself. He has these tendencies of you being actually a good guy. He gives the kid the music box thing. Mm-hmm. No, no, you that see endears that? him to the kid. Now yeah, he still he still wants to not. He wants to be the guy that's like, no, I'm not connected to these people. But he's not that guy. No, but you actually see that before that, because you see that before that with the fact that he doesn't kill the the helicopter pilot. The fact that yeah, he yeah, like sure. the fact that he we know he's not like. He's goes, not a scumbag in the same way that these other guys are scumbags. No, he he's he's creating a new archetype for a hero in a sense. Like this completely aloof like he's just there. It, he's not it's, it's not being created. I I don't want to Im- imply that, sorry. But like it's different on camera. Like yeah. he's he's a different not a traditional kind, hero. Here. He's yeah, and, and I think that like he creates a different kind of hero for cinema. They, I think they do create that uh, in this movie more so than from what I've heard from the first movie. 
Like this solidifies. Yeah, no, no, he's not like this in the first movie because he hasn't gone through the shit yet that sort of makes him, you know, not want to have relationship, deep relationships with anyone or yeah, be connected he loses, with anyone. You see, like, he, like you said earlier, like he loses his his wife and kid. Like there's there's a lot going on right now. He's this man who doesn't want to make any connections, but he also almost can't help himself from making connections. But then he does pull himself back a little bit from like, like yeah, the, because he wants to be the loner guy that isn't dependent on anyone else. Um, and in the end, but they he does him. leave. He does leave at the end, but not until he's actually helped these people see their thing through. Well, yeah, he leaves, comes back. It, it, yeah. So he proposes this idea with them and they kind of like, there's a bunch of people who want to leave because humongous is out there preaching and he's, you know, on his megaphone and telling them like, he'll let them leave if they yeah. just, you know, let him open the gates, let him There's in. No fucking way. So Humongous awful. has got his little uh, speaker nerd guy for him. Toad? <laughs> yeah, Toady or that whatever. loses Toady. his fingers. Oh, yeah. man, I love that, though. Like, Toady is such a great character. Like, he's running around. He's, like, saying all that he's shit. Saying, like, yeah. he's so cool. The Humongous is benevolent. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Then the feral kid comes out and throws the boomerang, and he's like, I've got it. And it chops his fingers off. And he kills that little And then all his gay boy. guys just laugh at him. But then he, like, makes this, this glove and puts his fingers back on. <laughs> yeah. Onto his hands, so they're like <laughs> they're in there. <laughs> That's fantastic. But I love how like the little feral kid like destroys that um like the blonde gay kid. I don't know what like this movie st- takes so much from like different subcultures. There is so much taken from like gay subculture in this movie. The leather daddies and like the like all yeah the like stuff. Vernon Wells's. Uh, yeah, Wes. He's got the assless, the assless chaps. Yeah, on. Wes. I don't know what his bitch is. <laughs> I don't know. Well, like, there's definitely, like, this is definitely, like, like, there's homosexuality, like, rampant in this film. Like, that's what they're implying. Um, but also just, like, how, like, everybody's just doing their own thing. Like, you're almost, like, post everything that you think is normal. It's all just there. Well, Wes is, like, loses his shit in that scene because... Uh, you know the boomerang. Yeah, hits her in the head. I thought. Sorry, him. I thought. I thought that was a she. No, it's a boy. No, it's a boy. Is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. hits him in the head. Okay, and then so he's Wes is losing his shit, and he's like, "We gotta murder them, kill them." Blah, blah. He's and like, he calls yeah. him a puppy." Humongous like puts him in a fucking like sleeper hold. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> and then like, later on, when by he, the way, humongous with those disgusting wisps of hair. Oh, off the I back know. Of his oh, head. But that's so great though, <laughs> it's great, especially yeah. when you like jump forward to like the new movie and you have like the absolute like disgusting grossness mm-hmm. of like the like the, the the family like that runs everything yeah yeah um but like it totally steals from like gay subculture in 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 this film and like there's so much like punk and like alt music scene stuff that's like taken yeah i mean in terms of the, and the looks of the characters and stuff for sure like, uh, haircuts and and everything but yeah. um yeah uh <laughs> well and it, and it creates the classic wastoid look that would be used so much after this We've whether it was in punk rock like characters that are supposed to be punks in modern like 80s movies or like 
uh, or other movies like that are trying to ape this movie. Yeah, how many movies have we seen where like the characters look like this? Oh yeah, what's tons. The, what's the fucking Charlie Sheen movie that we watched? Oh, the Wraith. Yeah, yeah. There's like, always like all that there's always stuff. those punk characters yeah, in those movies. Like, all that stuff is taken yeah. from. From, I'm not but it was a cyclical from, thing, right? Because yeah. obviously the Road Warrior was taking a lot of these looks from the punk rock. Scene. Yeah, I don't want to imply then, that, like, that, that, like, that he invented it. I'm just saying he elevated it. Yeah, and it's just like when you start looking at everything, you're like, you start seeing how everything's kind of connected. For sure. And so then, yeah. So then, once they've made a plan, uh, Max has to sneak out at night with the the gas cans and stuff. Um, he's going to like go take his car and get this rig that he saw. And yeah, bring but it back. F- but first he goes to track down the captain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the chopper, the little copter guy. Yeah, uh, and then he has him carrying the g- <laughs> the gas can. <laughs> no, that's funny. <laughs> like he's kind of a dick to that yeah. guy. <laughs> but then, so the, he gets the truck. Then he throws him the keys, and then he catches up to him in his helicopter. Yeah, and you get a lot of great chopper shots in this movie um and i was reading that miller was like oh no see like you gotta you gotta spring for a a a chopper to get these shots because we have a we have it in the script that there's a guy that flies in this (laughs) thing so that's how he got them to like oh nice yeah so that's why you get a lot of those awesome aerial shots especially during these big chase sequences with the truck um it's so there's something to be said when it is like a wasteland where it's endless. Mm-hmm. Like you can like those huge wide shots where you can see the chase and it's just endless. There's nothing. Yeah. Just horizon to yeah. horizon. There's like nothing anywhere. Like it just, it makes it so believable. For yeah. Sure. They, he, he, I think he really uses like the natural Desolous, like how desolate everything is. Yeah, and they're in, they're in somewhere in South Wales where it's like, yeah, it's like nothing around forever. And then apparently, though, it was also like, you know, you get the impression that it's really hot watching this movie. Yeah. But apparently, it's actually like really cold when they were shooting it. Oh. So, like, uh, every, he's like, the time we knew it was time to take a break whenever Vernon Wells' ass cheeks would be turning purple. And then everyone would go and like <laughs> warm up again. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, that's crazy. I want to ask you guys a question. So, according to IMDb, how many pre-production, post-production, or in-production, completed, whatever, things does Vernon Wells have on IMDb right now as of 2022 are recording? Like stuff that he's like he, making right now kind of a, thing? Yeah, or about a, to come out? Yeah, he's a part of. Jeez, I don't know. Just, well. just give me a rough... I, mean, I, did, I, I did a rough count. So we can be plus or minus three. Oh. Vernon Wells, what's he doing? Not the baseball 12. player. He's got 12 things happening. He's yeah, I was going to say 10, but I'll go with I'll go with uh, 16. 36. Jesus. Wow. He has 36. He's a busy guy. He has 36. And of course, he, credits as an actor in pre-post filming. Wow. Completed 
Well, good for him. Still that's working. That's so much stuff. That's crazy. And that's of, course, a- of course, he's uh, Bennett in yeah. Commando, our favorite. Let off some steam, Bennett. <laughs> he's also in Weird Science, where he basically looks exactly like he does oh, in this yeah. movie. He totally does. The biker guys that come in and take over the house or yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So yeah. So then when they they bring the truck back, you get that awesome sequence with them chasing him as he's heading back into the fucking fort and they have to like pull the bus back so he can come in but like some of them manage to get in behind him like their cars and stuff and they have to like they're trying to like get to the gate so they can open it yeah there's like a truck and i think like two like uh like like buggies doing buggy things or whatever yeah that's that's i think that's really fun Mm -hmm. yeah you get the one guy that crashes into the front and like flies off on his motorcycle or whatever and stuff like that a fun part of that is also seeing like how unprepared they are really Mm -hmm. for what's going to happen yeah as soon as people are in there like they're they're easily able to start fucking shit up like um they're killing people and they're obviously like they easily could have opened the gate in fact if like max wasn't there right like yeah like what, what what that showed was how if they actually just had the guts to get in Mm-hmm. Like to to just like swarm. If they found a way to the infiltrate. Wall, yeah, they would just like take it over. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that was the only thing they were, you know, the only reason they were able to defend themselves is because of the way it was set up with these flamethrower things and stuff. I I do like that they have these giant flamethrower turrets or whatever. I do feel like it would be easy to just shoot them though. Yes, it would be easier, but it wouldn't look as cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I know, but I mean, like, shoot the people that are operating the flamethrowers yeah oh yeah well we actually see when he's watching through the binoculars you see one of them get shot down and then somebody else jumps up and takes over it right or whatever they don't shoot the flamethrowers they shoot the people yeah if they had just shot the flamethrower well i guess like like uh james is that what you're saying no no i i meant like shoot the people like eventually they're gonna run out of people but if they had shot the if they had actually shot the flamethrower it would have just like gone into Flames, yeah, blow yeah. Up, they blow and up their they gas. They never plant. would have been able to recover from that. Yeah. Um, well, I guess you're to believe like there are some guns, but it's very limited on bullet. Yes, because right. even we find out Max has been hefting that like sawed-off shotgun around with him, and then we find and out he, there's no shells in it. He, yeah. put, he finds those ones on the road and puts them in, and then the chopper guy's like. This whole time, <laughs> that's not fair. Doesn't he take them from some people? He takes them from like a dead guy in a in a truck or whatever. That he kills. No, no, they come across it when they're going back to get the rig. And then he gets some from when yeah. he's once working he gets back. The... Then the girl's like, "I've been saving these," and she gives him some. But even then, he only he doesn't have like there's not a ton of ammunition. It's not like yeah. a normal action movie where they're just shooting infinite bullets like he's only got so many shells and he's got like one left you know and we see in that final giant set piece where it's out on the hood and he's oh, like yeah. sending, he's like sending the kid get the shell get the shell i like that i like that <laughs> yeah i mean it's awesome it, it makes sense though like based on the fact that there are no like you can't be precious with nobody's life. making these again yeah. right so george miller said something along the lines of he just wanted to make um like talkies pretty much like like non-dialogue movies oh yeah yeah like that's what he wanted he wanted to make silent movies i mean he gets close in terms of how much dialogue his main characters well, and that's what he wanted <laughs> he, he, he wanted to make like 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 silent films that you just understood 
what was happening. Yeah. And like, that's what I was thinking when I was watching this film. Like, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just dependent on the action and there's no talking for like long periods of time. Yeah. Like I don't, I, I feel like I can watch this film on silent. Yeah. Like, I wish I, I would not like to. Right. <laughs> like take a look at the dialogue. Uh, and it's, it's, yeah, I understand exactly what's happening in this film. And apparently that's how he edited it too. He he took out the audio when he watched, when he edited it together. Really? Just, yeah, and just like wanted to see what like the action like and put it together. That's crazy. <laughs> I know when they were like he was making Fury Road, the actors were all like this guy's fucking crazy. Doesn't know mm-hmm. what he's doing. Like <laughs> yeah, wh- right. what the hell kind of movie are we making? And then um, they said that they had to go apologize to him right after, after they saw it. Yeah, I yeah, remember that because it's yeah. just like the genius of how he's able to put it all together. He, he's an incredibly intelligent, smart person, but also, I mean, dangerous <laughs> because so, the the shooting of the stuff is not was not safe. So, from what I understand, is that he. There's a person who gets injured. It's on this movie or the movie before, and they get injured pretty bad. There's a bad injury in this one. Um, during the final sequence, once they've loaded up, well, or we think they've loaded up the gas into the truck. Yeah, Mel Gibson, and, you know, he's, they take off in this train. Uh, he's got all the people chasing him and stuff, trying to get on the truck. We'll get into all that sequence in a minute. But yeah, there is a part of that sequence where they uh, uh, some of the punk crazy marauders crash. And one guy goes flying off his his via, his car. He hits a car with his leg and goes like flipping. Yeah, he like flips. so. Yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. <laughs> oh, really? He was supposed to fly off, but he wasn't supposed to clip that other thing and and go. Because I saw that flying, and, and, you, and apparently, if you watch it in slow motion, you can actually see his leg is bent because it got broken when it hit the fucking oh really? thing that sent him spin wheeling. Because I remember seeing like watching that and being like, "Holy fuck!" Like yeah. that. I, I honestly they kept it thought it looked awesome. Yeah, I honestly <laughs> thought like, man, stuntmen are crazy. They are like so. You don't usually see that kind of shit. Yeah. Anymore. So he he did break his leg like really badly uh, in that scene, but yeah, they kept it in because it looked awesome. But apparently, that is the worst injury that's happened on his film sets. Yeah. Like yeah. that's it. But um, so I oh, think that so you, know, you no, go no, ahead. Finish. No, what what I was gonna say is is that having watched this. Having watched Fury Road, seeing how like all this this guy cares about the people who make his movies. Oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to suggest that. I think just like, you know, especially at the time they were shooting this movie, there was just way less safety procedures and restrictions in place. Yeah, I I don't want to I don't I don't want to like take away how he felt about it. Apparently how he felt about that was like this will never happen again. Oh, yeah. I, like I don't was, think he was out there trying no, to get people hurt. No, like he was very serious, though, being like, no, like, you know, we played a little fast and loose mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. And I regret that. Like, he just seems like a great pro. I think I'm trying to build towards, I like, know, but that's like, I mean, him I, being an amazing person. It's such a weird thing to talk about because, yes, obviously, no, you don't want anyone to get hurt and or, you know, fucking God forbid, killed doing these things. And it does happen in, in the making of these movies. Um, but there is like, I don't know, there's an intensity you capture on camera too with some of this shit because of the, because of the way they were shooting but it. Do you think like that the, I wanted to bring up the camera guys, they apparently, you know, to get the footage of like Max driving the truck and stuff like that, they just like welded a metal plate onto the side of the truck and they would like stand on it and shoot inside the, the in the cab 
of these vehicles and then you know they'd go over bumps and then apparently the the plate would just like hit the ground and throw up all these sparks and shit and like (laughs) and they were like oh just keep just keep filming like (laughs) just keep going uh it just sounds like it just sounds so wild west it does sound crazy but like i wonder if the fact that he actually truly cared about the people who worked in his films and that he was actively trying to make things safe um, led to what Fury Road was, which was like, yeah, and I mean, and that's coming that, much later where you you've already been through some of these experiences, and you know, um, well, not only are do you have to be safer about things now than you did then, but you also know from your own past experiences, like, okay, well, we can't do that like that yeah, again. Yeah, and, like, and that's what I'm saying is that like he was already thinking about this in like the early '80s of being like, how do we create a safe environment? for these yeah i mean i don't these, know this time, I, uh, from but. what i hear though like and i you have to appreciate that like the fact that like this guy was like he wanted people to be safe like, yeah well we don't want yeah like we don't, yeah, we don't want people dying so that we can watch a cool movie right yeah but like nothing i can think of right this second james is like thinking about it do we we've watched no. some movies where i feel like oh we they, watched we fought hands of steel the italian ripoff we talked about earlier yeah the guy died, died in, in a helicopter, helicopter crash the actor yeah like we watch stuff where people don't give a fuck um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's like over and over and over again. Anytime you like listen to any like making of a movie where they talk about the stuntmen and the things that they do, mm-hmm. like even I remember I watched a thing where it was like, you know, how it's made or uh, about Home Alone, <laughs> yeah. and and there's like a thing where um, a guy falls down the steps. Yeah, man, they take some bumps in that right. Movie. <laughs> and so they talk about like, yeah, there was a great stuntman, and and he fell down the steps, and it's like it wasn't quite the way we wanted it. And he's like, this stuntman was just like, oh, you want another shot? No problem. And he did it over and over Jesus and over Christ. again, no problem. Mm-hmm. And it's like you just no problem now. No problem Rheumatoid now. Arthritis well, later. that's the thing, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, again, and again, this is why we need a category for stunts and the stuntmen and the, the shit that they do. Oh, yeah, 100%. They're one of the most, like, forgotten groups of people who are just putting their it's bodies absurd. on I mean, the line. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think, I think an award is stupid. I think like but they just they deserve just recognition me, yeah, like everybody else in this fucking industry for the, yeah. the stuff that they I, I think that we add should, to these movies. We need to appreciate every episode how much these stunt people just the like, give us so that we can be like, hey, that was that was good. That was good. Yeah. Like some like we Thanks want Thanks for breaking your leg for us, dude, cuz it we, looked fucking rad. It looked amazing. <laughs> we watch stuff all the time and we're like, eh, that's right. mid. And it's like that guy fucking almost died doing that. Like and, and we're Somebody like, almost died in Ballistic yeah. X versus Sever so that we could go <laughs> Yeah. This is the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Uh, Should we talk about yeah, that? Let's last? talk about the final set piece because it's incredible. I mean, this is definitely a lot of feeling of Fury Road, right? Because I mean, Fury Road, the whole movie, yeah, the whole is movie. Big, it, so that. that's what he took. He was like, 
we got to make the whole movie just this. Because right? it is that amazing. It's a drive and it's a yeah. comeback. Yeah, and I mean, when you think about, especially when you're thinking about 80s, like, big chase action sequences, you know, I think of Raiders of the Lost Ark, and then I think of this, in, you know, in terms of these, like, big ch- truck chase sequences. Th- right. You know what I think of? Mm. Cannonball Run. <laughs> There you go. James knows. <laughs> Cannonball Run. James is what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, hey. We should do that on the show. Fucking Cannonball Run? You pick yeah. it. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> what? Is that a threat? <laughs> It'll happen. You pick it, and I'll talk that's about a, it. That's a, <laughs> that's a challenge, James. Yeah. That's just like, I, I will not. I, you, I dare you to pick this. I will not discuss Cannibal Run on this podcast. That's Dustin's movie. Just like John has Avatar. <laughs> no, I don't give a shit. Pick a Cannibal Run. Um, but man, the stuff that they kept, like, you got to think that like, there's no fucking CG shit going on here. That's the thing. There's no artificial, like, everything that's happening is happening in camera. Uh, and that's, it's just insane. Like, trying to choreograph something like this where you have so many vehicles tearing out down the road like I love uh, it when they're fucking I love it when there's like a like a shot like a, like a like a really like far away shot and it's just like vehicles driving in circles <laughs> they make me so happy it's just like it's just, just like big vroom vroom boys just like doing <laughs> big 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 dirt Big dirt shoots. There's like vroom vroom dirt shoot dirt shoot dirt shoot. I imagine that's what they're saying, and it's just like that's just like the fucking they're they're just pulling the gas and like dirt and the exhaust is shooting behind them, and they're like dirt shoot dirt shoot, and it's just like sick dirt shoot, bro. Oh man, that dirt shoot was awesome. Yeah, like those (laughs) those big dumb boys are so happy, like just like going in circles, and it's just like, oh, you set yourself. This is so nice. Like, what's happened to the rest of the world, though? Like, what happened to like oceanographers? Like, where is a person who's an? Well, now they wear fucking you know daddy leathers. That's what I want to know. I want to know what happened to like, like where's a radiologist? Like, what's her? They definitely died. We're an, an x-ray technician. What are they doing right now? <laughs> oh, they, how did you feel about Humongous's gun in this one, John? See, uh, which was the... Oh, that was the it's one... It's very where, Tango and Cash. He yeah, picked yeah. out like the very precise like yeah, bullets. Yeah, he had the big three fifty seven like Magnum with the scope on it. <sighs> yeah. How did I feel about it? <laughs> I would feel like of all the films this possibly accelerated the plot better <laughs> oh uh, this, this isn't c- this isn't cobra putting his gun in the fridge <laughs> uh you know what i mean gotta keep that gun cool <laughs> oh man hey, hey um the number of baddies that thing fucking <laughs> but yeah this final scene like uh, i'm amazed with all the jumping on the truck and jumping yeah, off yeah. the truck that nobody Got, got ran killed. over. Yeah. Oh, I mean, because yeah. in the movie, they do get run over. Like, people are in their motorcycles getting crushed, going yeah. under the wheels. Uh, but yeah, nobody, I guess, hurt or yeah, killed. Yeah, well, they, got, during they this, have so. the three. Is it, th- is it two or three, like, uh, defensive points? They got three. The they, got the the guy, they got the guy in the back, and then in that little, like, 
cage, and then yeah, there's like the the, the woman the woman warrior. She's up on top, yeah. and then the guy that who's like he has the his legs, his legs that work, but he's like oh, the mechanic right. guy. Oh yeah, we didn't talk about that hilarious mechanic sequence where they're like shouting back and forth across the yard of the fort, where the mechanics like. Oh, uh, radiators shot, and then the guy's like, "Radiator shot." And then, Actually, <laughs> and then, like, yeah. I thought that scene. <laughs> back okay. And forth. okay, so, I, I, that scene I thought was so like, it grounded the movie yeah. in such a way where I was like, "This movie's so fucking rad." <laughs> then he's like, 24 hours, twenty-four hours." I tell me you got twelve. You got twelve. Twelve. Okay, <laughs> I loved okay. it. I thought I thought that scene was so fucking cool. Uh, yeah, and apparently those guys just started doing that. That wasn't actually in the script. They just oh, started doing that. Show. I thought that, <laughs> that's funny. I yeah. thought that scene was so cool. It was like great. I loved it. Like the the look on the mechanic's face, like when he's like he says twenty four. And then it says twelve, and he's like, "Yeah, mm. yeah." I, <laughs> yeah. I was, it, it was so believable and like so on point. I was like so with the movie, and I think that's a big part. Well, of and the it's film. good to have some, you know, just little drops of comedy in what what is a pretty dour movie in a lot of ways. I would say ways, there's right? a lot of comedy in this movie. There is, but it's like you a know, a lot of the stuff with the dog is really funny. Yeah, the, the dog. The dog is literally holding a bone. That is like a tied to a string yeah, yeah, to, yeah, the shotgun. to a shotgun. shotgun so that the chopper guy will sit still. That is so fucking funny. Yeah. So that's what's funny because obviously there's no bullets in that gun. Yeah. No. At that time, at right. that point, we, so, we find out later there was nothing in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that makes it even more so funny. funny. But he uses though. it too to threaten like when he goes to get the gas out of that crashed car and Wes is there on his bike. And he's like, he pulls out his shotgun because he thinks they're going to like run at him. And yeah. then he didn't have any shells at that point. And that's enough for them to be like, all right, fuck, we'll come, we'll get you later kind of thing. But that like kind of like jumps you to the point of like how scared everybody is at this point. Like nobody's really a tough guy because nobody can really hold their own territory because there's no, there's no bullets. So you have to be willing to like kill a person like close on with a knife. Yeah. Yeah, like look him in the eyes. <laughs> yeah. And like fuck I'm sorry, but like that little twink isn't gonna kill anybody <laughs> that he's riding with. So it has to come down to like is it Wiz? Wes, yeah. Wes versus like Mad Max. And he at that point, Wes makes a decision. He's like This guy's gonna fucking kill me. Yeah, he's like, I'll come back on him later. Um, but yeah, so they have the, they're defending the truck, the three, the three points. And then they get, they, they shoot like that grappling hook and into the guy's leg that's on yeah, the back. Yeah, and then he gets and like then, hauled off. It, yeah, because it ends up like pulling that fucking go-kart or whatever it is. And like, it's like tumbling it behind flying. the truck and yeah. shit. Uh, I mean, there's just crazy st- stuff that's going on. And then there. the mechanic like gets lit on fire. Yeah, and she comes to help him, and that ends up like getting her killed because they have, have, have that like three dart or whatever, like three arrows shooting tubes or whatever. Those so fucking genius. In this fucking movie. So many tires are blown. Yeah, he shoot. They they shoot so many tires, and it's like, why don't you just shoot all the tires on one side? <laughs> why are you fucking 
dipping and diving between both sides. Just shoot all the tires on one side. Everything's fine. But all this truck stuff is like, you know, this stuff is so fun to me where, you know, you got people climbing on to try to get into the cab and all that stuff. And this is the same. I think this is the same fucking year as Raiders of the Lost Ark, which they have, you know, similar fucking sequence in some ways in that oh, movie. Oh, really? Um, and, and, but it's, you know, you got the kid, the feral kid is like going crazy trying to attack that guy. I love that part. He's just like, ah, ah, ah. yeah, <laughs> just like hitting the dude. Did you ever see that? Like, this is Australian filmmaking versus American filmmaking at the time. And I'm guessing one of them is more willing to just accept like the, the ugly brutality of everything, including the feral child. Well, I mean, they're like, very different movies, right? From yeah. Each but other, what, but. what I'm saying is that, like one of them is just like this, like, rough upstart like Australian filmmaking for sure um, they didn't I'm sure they did not have the money to shoot this stuff like they had with fucking Raiders with Steven Spielberg no and like like the, the the score isn't as good but I love the score in this movie yeah like the score is amazing like yeah, it's Brian May from Queen that did the score yeah and I don't necessarily notice the score in most films but in this film like it stood out to me hmm. like I, I was like oh wow like the score is like elevating this film. Yeah, there's some really good stuff, not... especially during the action points where it really hammers home. But I love like how like ugly this film is. I, I love how like it's it should be ugly, right? Dirt and <laughs> yeah. it's just gross. Yeah, I mean, it's just like at any point you believe that anybody can die. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. that's very clear in this movie. Like I, actually... I mean, even at the time, people must have. You know, they could have, they would have actually maybe feared for the Max character. I did, and and like as a person who knows, obviously I know it's he's gonna make it out. But I was like, oh, they could kill this guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like they could kill him, no problem. With a trident. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, when they're throwing your David Bowie buddy gets the trident in the back. That shit doesn't make any sense. (laughs) (laughs) They have like fucking tridents just like (laughs) stuck to the side of their. Humongous has a trident. Uh, um, Humongous is like an amazing villain. He looks so amazing because he's ripped as fuck. Yeah, and the goalie mask. And I mean, this is pre. Uh, this is before Jason started wearing a goalie mask. So you got to wonder if this didn't like have an influence even on that because That's they might have saw that and be like, "Oh man, this guy looks so fucking bad." As and he's got like this goalie mask. He looks like a fucking creep. He's got the wispy hairs coming out well, of the back. Oh, the yeah, is, there you go. You keep talking about the wispy hair, which I don't actually think is the part that it's gross. is concerning. <laughs> it's gross. Because um, the skin yeah, yeah, his skin's is the like part up that's too. like, oh, Wasn't okay. the skin like bubbling or like yeah, moving? Like, yeah, it's like there's like a big huge vein moving. or something. Yeah, it's like yeah. there's like a oh, vein or something. Yeah, but like, I think that what, you're, what I saw, uh, I don't want to imply anything, is what I saw was just like, Oh, okay. This dude's been through some shit. Like, it's almost like eluding. I, I mean, I kind of wonder. Yeah, is it a fallout thing? Like, yeah, it's yeah. alluding to like a previous. And I so so to me, um, the entire world of Mad Max, the Road Warrior, everything exists only in Australia. So, like, I don't know if this has been discussed, but like to me, everything exists only in Australia. Like the rest of the world has just like it's left, gone. It's, <laughs> the rest of the world has just left it to die. Right. Um, because there's a point in this film where they're like, "What about what's beyond?" And they're like, "I think they there's like a throwaway line, which is like, there's nothing." 
And um, I, I, I just kind of was like, oh, okay. So like some bad shit happened and Australia is a fucking desolate wasteland and <laughs> the rest of the world. I mean, it just, already is, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck those snake lovers. Um, <laughs> put another shrimp on the fucking spider. You know what I mean? Um, no. <laughs> I don't know what you mean. Yeah, figure it out. You okay. Fucking, you fucking weirdos. Um <laughs> <laughs> fucking you wish you were fucking from New Zealand um that's probably the worst thing you could have said fucking yeah cave, right there you fucking cave now the opinions of John do yeah. not reflect yeah. Yeah. send the action uh, actions John at <laughs> action hey, um I'm wondering if this is just like is, is a is a a natural thing that not not a natural thing uh a dis, a natural destruction a nuclear weapon something that happened just in australia and the rest of the world is just kind of like fuck them <laughs> i think it's just like there's a there was a war this story just takes place in australia there's no need or yeah. the budget to go to anywhere right. else. No, but yeah. so. exactly but like in my <laughs> so. but in my like, philo- like in my thought like i'm wondering if like the rest of the world is just like just leave those. Was, just leave, leave those criminals alone. It, yeah, <laughs> let them well, do their own if thing. They're like, like, like it was. It was just Australia. They're like, oh, should we try to? Should we try to go there just to rescue? rescue and like, ACDC? and like, they, like, mm. they kind. Of, and, and in my mind, they did it to themselves, according to the the. the well, in Stories. America, they had like escape from New York and then escape from right. LA. They had their so own. They had their, they had their own, own post-apocalyptic yeah. shit yeah. going on. Nobody's talking about Canada. Well, Australia is just on its own. Yeah, Canada it's an probably, island. Canadians are like fucking smoking cigarettes and salmon <laughs> and just being like, "Look, give Let's me go some for more, a dart. Give me some more poutine." <laughs> stupid fucks. <laughs> give me some more poutine. Anyway. The final sequence. Yes, the final what sequence. Else, what else is there to talk about? There's a, there's a bunch of shit that it happens in that kicks set piece. Ass. I mean, yeah, it's amazing. it's amazing. It's pretty amazing. There's so much going on, crazy crashes, uh, and eventually, you know, how does how does oh Wes gets he ends up on the front of the truck? Yeah, because the kid is reaching for the shotgun shell, and Wes like pops up, and he's like ah, <laughs> and then Humongous is coming like head on, and they, the truck just fucking plows through his vehicle. With Wes on the front and like Wes and Humongous are like demolished. Yeah, because he turns around. Yeah, right. yeah. He yeah. Turn, he goes in a circle to try to like come at them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what he thinks was going to happen though. And he, how you know, he thought he was going to stop the truck with? Uh, I have no idea. You finally, this is why they're dead. Um, <laughs> fucking stupid Australians. Um, this is. <laughs> and then you get this the reveal. This is why you're not world leaders like us Canadians. Well, yeah, then the truck crashes and tips on its side. Uh, apparently, they had to, like, they were supposed to shoot everything in one day with that. But then once the truck, like, flipped, it was so trash that they had to, like, fix it up a little to shoot it the next day with it oh. on its side. Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, and so then we find out it's, there is no gas in there. There's a bunch of fucking dirt in there. Uh, and they he, they sent the other people off in the bus with the okay, gas. So and, the here's, and we I, find out that the narrator of the whole movie is the fucking feral kid. I think this is just there's a huge genius point in this last uh, sequence where the sand starts flowing out of the tank 
and you think it's a betrayal right you don't max doesn't reveal anything at first you think like oh he they screwed him over or whatever yes but they actually and then the chopper like, captain inc- comes yeah. and they slowly reveal yeah then they smile to each other and like and the plan I, worked kind of thing yeah and I, I i think this is pretty pretty amazing um because they 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 play this like for a long time yeah there's quite a pause there yeah. Where it's like, what happened here? Like, okay, I love this movie. It was great. I fucking loved it. It's great. And then we've, yeah, like I said, the feral kid turns out to be the narrator. He talks about how he grows up to be like the leader of these people in the future. But they like, that's the last we ever saw of the road warrior kind of thing. But yeah. I love this idea, like in, in a way, because like there is no hope in this world. Um, cause I've only really, yeah, it's a bleak setting. <laughs> yeah. But I've all, I've only really watched like Fury Road. Right? Yeah. Like, well, I've never, well, what about Thunderdome? You've seen yeah, Thunderdome you've many seen times. Thunderdome. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen Thunderdome, but like, I never like took into consideration like the consequences of that world. Right. Right. When I like, cause in Thunderdome there, there's a scene where, uh, he goes into barter town and. The guy's like, oh, you want some water? Clean water, clean water. And it's actually like radioactive water because he, he pulls out whatever, some device. Oh, yeah. And then it starts going off and he's like, oh, clean water, huh? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you stupid bitch. bitch. Uh, I got to watch that one again soon now because I don't I don't remember it. I um, actually there there was a lot of interesting and like really disgusting gets more into the world of it like i said it just kind of like it's like two different movies and if they had just stayed in barter town i think it would have been right so the guy who made this movie yeah george miller made babe yeah babe uh pig in the city those are two different movies he made this babe happy feet yeah, Happy Feet. Happy Feet 2. Witches of Eastwick. Which is the last movie he made, he made before making Fury Road. Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. It's a wild career. He's also a, he's also a, he's medical, a medical doctor. doctor. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, isn't he in his 80s now? Yeah. And he's still going to make one more, hopefully. Well, he, he's, it's done. It's, is it done? He's, yeah, he's made I it. knew they were making it, but. I don't, I don't know if it's done. Really? It's he, done? He's the Furiosa movie. He's, a, he's made Furiosa. Yeah, can't um, wait. Can't wait. Uh, like, well, he's a he's a fucking genius, <laughs> and I think this movie is. I think it should be on an altar, like on a, a pedestal. Like this. Movie okay, well, let's rate it and praised. see where it ends up. We'll know if it's on an altar or not. It's, <laughs> let's it, fucking rate it then. Yeah, it's five point three. <laughs> <laughs> James, what did you give Road Warrior? I gave it uh, reaction eight overall seven point eight. Nice, Justin. Go ahead. No, this is my movie. I'm going last. All right. Well, my my rating right now, until we redo this movie, <laughs> we're gonna redo it. Is uh my reaction? My reaction is a ten. Eventually, we're just gonna redo the entire list. Yeah, probably. My <laughs> reaction is a ten. And my overall is an 8.8. It should probably be higher. Uh, I just want to say, like, this movie's a revelation. I, it's embarrassing that I haven't watched it before. And like this, I, uh, I, I love, I loved this movie. I, 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 I watched it last night. 
Um, and I watched it all the way through in one complete sitting with pretty much like no like distractions. Like I, I didn't look at my phone or anything like that. And that is so rare yeah. to me to like just sit and watch a complete film. Um, I, I just want to say like, I fucking love this movie. Nice. Uh, so I, I hope, I hope everybody else likes it, but like, I, well, I, I, my, I, I my reaction's a two. <laughs> no, my reaction is a nine <laughs> and my overall score is an 8.2. So that's overall an 8.3, which means somebody ra- raised their, uh, their rating. Cause it was an 8.1 earlier today. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you did. <laughs> no, I. Um, so that's tied at 14. Ooh. We got the wild bunch. <laughs> oh, man. Aliens. Oh, man. The way of the gun. <laughs> and that's it. Ooh. Man. I'm not going first. I'm going to put it behind aliens in front of the way of the gun. That was my initial instinct. I'm just thinking about it because this is such a good movie, but so are those fucking movies. Man. This is where it gets tough. Yeah. When you when it's going up against all-time bangers and you, it's a banger versus a banger. Yeah. That's a lot of banging. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I agree with you, James. I think I would put it behind Aliens, but man, it's close for me. Like It, it could even easily go in front of the Wild Bunch. Like That's how... You know, when you're getting to this level, like it's really arbitrary where you put this. But yeah. it's true. I agree. I mean, this movie is definitely going to me. It's going behind the wild bunch, but it could be. It's it, it's it's so tight. Uh, aliens, I love. Um, with the gun, we're the only people who have this movie this high. <laughs> On an action movie list, yes. Um, but definitely. I will fucking die mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to, 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 to put Way of the Gun this high. Um, yeah, let's just go. I'm going to go with you guys. Okay, after Aliens. Okay, so that's new number 16. Well, you got up there. Got top, pretty high up there. Top 20. So, uh, yeah, I think that's, th- I, that think it's pushes, deserving. I think it's deserving of being in the top 20. For that sure. pushes John Wick out of the t- John Wick 2 out of the top 20. Oh, yeah, well, I, I can live with that's that. That's fair. I mean, like, <laughs> you think of any, like, don't worry, it's many... in good company with Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's, <laughs> it's 22. <laughs> when are we doing the nice guys? Well, that's, oh, yeah, my god, we haven't done it. No, well, oh, well, I'm gonna pick that. All <laughs> uh, right, done, is it? Kind of fucking crazy that we've done like 200 plus movies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, like, it's nuts. Pretty we, soon there'll be a podcast where they just review all the movies on our list. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have to have one of the biggest action movie centric lists. I, that think, exists. I, I think well, so. and ranked. Yeah, yeah, ranked. Yeah. Well. Like, Fucking hate what we've done. <laughs> That's fine. I don't give a shit. Come for the crown. You can't best. deny our legacy. If you're, <laughs> all I'm saying is, if, if you're gonna come for the crown, you best come correct. <laughs> for sure. That's well, what Dustin always says. I always say you that. Know, Dustin says that to me every time I disagree with him. <laughs> he says to me, he looks at me, he looks at me dead in the eyes. James, mm-hmm. look at me. Mm-hmm. He looks at me dead in the eyes. Yeah. He points with two fingers at my eyes. <laughs> 
And then he points at his throat. Oh. He makes a cutting like motion. Eastern Promises <laughs> yeah. style. Yeah. He makes a cutting motion, which is weird. Because <laughs> we haven't even talked yet. Yeah. And then he says, if you come for the throne, you best come correct. Skills mm-hmm. are better than smarties. <laughs> well, that's true. And I'm like, I completely lost you. And he's like, that's the point. Um. And then I'm like, lost. And then he just walks away. And I have no idea what's happening. And I feel Speaking like of walking away. He might kill me. Let's end this. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, emo- don't Actually, don't check us out on Facebook. We're on Instagram. That's where we mostly hang out. Uh, we're on Letterboxd. Check out our Patreon. See if you want to join up and make us watch some movies. And thanks for listening. Let's go,